It's DTS-214 and amount of information about Forsaken, tokens, planetary sets, materials, changes to infusion, all that and more. You're listening to Destiny The Show. What is good, everybody, and welcome to the DTS Podcast. My name is BBK Dragoon. I am joined, as always, by my great co-host, Diddy. What is happening, my man? We have a huge show, so I'm just going to literally pitch you uh, two questions really fast. Number one, how was your week, and uh, what did you think about the the Black Ops 4 beta before we get into this monstrous amount of info regarding year two of Destiny 2? My week was super busy, as usual, and the Black Ops 4 weekend, I had fun but I'm okay with uh, not purchasing the game. I think, I think I'm think i over the Call of Duty phase of my life right now. So you were playing on PC, right? Yes. Both of us were. I, I don't know what to think of it. I had some like fun experiences and some other experiences where I'm like, I, I just, I don't know. I don't know what to think of it, to I mean, be honest with you. I mean, it was my, we didn't see a lot. It was just multiplayer, right? Few maps, few game types. That's well, like the whole game, though. Mul- but yeah, I mean, they're gonna <laughs> have the battle. They're gonna have the battle royale, uh, yeah. that Zombies. kind of stuff. Zombies, of course, yeah, it's a yeah. Black Ops game. And then also, uh, it just looks too good. I had, I don't know if it's me getting older in my eyes. I stared at a computer screen all day, every day for my entire life. I couldn't see the enemies very well because the graphics were too good. <laughs> You're like down setting the settings to like, yeah, low. You so got like I intentionally blobs. set like no shadows, uh, really low settings. Just <laughs> dude, that is pretty. F- yeah, I used to do that in StarCraft too. Like everybody would set your machine to low and it just looked like the most cartoon thing ever. <laughs> You're like, but the frames, it's not a competitive exactly. way to play the game. It helps the performance. And that's why I play Overwatch at low to medium settings because it it's consistent, you know? Even on that new rig, though? Uh, yeah. So I I played a few games at ultra settings on Overwatch, uh, and it looked super good, but mm. I honestly, I preferred it at the lower settings. Yeah. Well, I want to like just shift real quickly, because before we got to the Black Ops 4 beta... Oh, by the way, um, Battle for Azeroth is live. Everybody, if you're listening to this and you didn't listen to last week's show, World check out the new World of Warcraft expansion. It just came out. It's awesome, and Dragoon highly recommends you listen to it. <laughs> The other thing I want to say is I got to play Destiny 2 PvP last week a good amount with my good friend Sassy. Please, Bungie, don't touch anything right now. I really love the way the matchmaking is working. It feels, <laughs> Diddy, like SBMM plays a much smaller role. It feels way more like Destiny 1 days, like early Destiny 1 days, where it's just sort of matching That's you nice. with a hodgepodge of players, dude. And it was so fun. Like, we, we ran into a couple of known people and streamers, and there were some hard games, but then there were some chill games, and I loved that mixed experience. Yeah, that is really nice. I and do want to say, yeah, not to cut you off. No, 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 I'll, you're good. Going back to Black Ops really quick, I was playing with a streamer friend of ours, Katie Wolf seventy seven. Yeah, uh, and when I was playing with him on stream, I got a collateral headshot, like play of the game or best play. <laughs> uh, so I Twitch clipped it. Uh, link will be in the show notes because I'm going to give it to BBK, and that's the the peak of my Black Ops four performance. So I'm done. I'm going to retire. He didn't tweet it. It didn't happen. Ahead. I did tweet it. So, Did you? I missed it. I'm sorry. I, you need to pay more attention to my social media, sir. Okay. So I was out and about this weekend, and this transitions exactly into the final thing I wanted to say. There is a new trend, a Diddy, 
a new trend that must stop in mountain biking. You know the hydration <laughs> packs people wear. I wear one of them while we ride. You know, they're the backpack yes. that's got the, yeah. I have one for uh, my rollerblading. Yep. They're very useful. Yes. There's this new trend that's starting to get momentum of fanny pack hydration packs. And what? I am seeing they're everywhere. And I am not okay with it. This is not so, a direction the sport should go. Okay. Is it like you still have the hose with the mouthpiece or are you carrying little water bottles on your waist? No, there, there is a hose with a mouthpiece piece, and so, the little, yeah. Here's the issue with that. The hose is longer, so there's more water exposed I've to the sun. I've not seen someone drink from it. I imagine it looks really, really weird. That's, but like, that's lame. It's not okay. I'm going to send you some pictures after the show. I mean, one of the hydration <laughs> packs that I have that I really like, um, I forget the brand, but it attaches to my chest, and it's a front uh, water bottle or flask or whatever, and I drink yeah. from there. And I really, really like that because my back just gets super sweaty, and so yeah. having the hydration pack there, I just does not accommodate very well mm-hmm. all right well with the uh really important stuff out of the way diddy <laughs> i'm just kidding huge week tons to talk about you guys all the details about year two investment changes we had the year two sandbox reveal stream so we cannot waste time let's dive into it right now All right, Diddy, real quick recap of the PvP stream. There is so much to talk about on all layers of it, but I want to give listeners the best overall glance. So, Nightfall, Tether, Trick... Sorry. Nightfall, Nightfall, Tether. (laughs) Gee, many Christmas. You take it away. What is Tether doing, Night Stalker? Oh, my goodness. It's... They say it's going to trigger faster, the Tether, and it's going to be more reliable. Uh, Yeah. So, that is... Really great news to a, a Night Stalker. That's the word mm-hmm. you were looking for. Uh, Stormcaller damage has been increased. Golden Gun duration uh, has been increased by two seconds uh, on both paths. Yep. Shoulder Charge is back to a one-hit KO. Melee is back to a two-hit KO. The Masterwork system has 10 levels and can give up to a plus 10% bonus to things like range. Masterwork now requires more materials which are the shards and the cores, to get all the way to level 10. Special weapons spawn in with two shots except for trace rifles, which get about 25 energy. And if you use those uh, those two special weapons, uh, each one gets only one round on spawn. You'll drop special ammo on death if you're carrying it, and grenades have been generally buffed across the board. Mods also will go into your inventory when you dismantle a gun, so... <gasps> That's that's super fantastic. Uh, seems to be at least 10 different mods, including some that are PvE-focused, like extra damage to bosses or majors. Uh, those are the yellow bars, of course. And then armor mods are improved and are now class agnostic, so no longer requiring a specific class. Super cooldown. Mods are back. Okay. There was way more that was shown off as well, but these were the sort of the, the standout things. Obviously, we're looking at the hand cannon hype, the rebalancing of the different weapon archetypes. We will leave links in the, well, probably on our website. There'll be enough links if you guys want to deep dive this yourself to the actual changes across the board because it would take too long to get into it. Overall, Diddy, what I can say from an opinion standpoint, I loved this stream in tandem with it. They released a video a few hours later through Game Informer showing off the new supers and the changes that they've made to supers. And I just have to say, this game is... It's looking awesome, dude. Yeah. 
and it the really is becoming thing. the taken king of destiny 2 it's really revamping and bringing a lot of good systems to light and and systems i know it's not kosher to say this because we're it's very hard to talk positively about D2, right? Anytime we say that. Considering we get its history, yeah. Kick back on both sides of the fence. like So anyway, the Masterworks grind that's apparent here, plus 10% bonus to a stat like your range, that is significant. Huge. But getting Absolutely your Masterworks huge. system up 10 levels is going to take a very dedicated player, somebody who plays more than you and I do currently, and there's just seeming to be more systems of investment coming to the fray beyond what just the Taken King brought to the table. Because I think TTK brought to the table some really, really good content. But Forsaken may have a better investment loop in terms of the amount of things that you can sink your time into grind-wise. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'd agree with that. Okay. Why don't we just transition then directly into this week at Bungie. I don't know why Bungie saves up the goods and then drops on us what would be the equivalent of like a 15-page twab, but <laughs> here we go. The Forsaken uh, Dreaming City trailer. You got to see it, right, Diddy? The new endgame space that they've been hyping up? Yes, and I just really quick just want to pause. Yeah, Before yeah, yeah. that in the twab, they mentioned okay. that a few legendary weapons are moving to kinetic instead of in, from energy or power. Yeah, I just yeah. want to highlight real quick. Hawthorne's Field Forge Shotgun, my favorite weapon in the game, is becoming kinetic. So that is super amazing. Just Your one of the high shotguns. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, the, the Forsaken, or Jiminy Christmas, the Dreaming City trailer uh, looks like a cool space, looks like a lot of space, looks mm-hmm. huge from what I can tell. And it hopefully does, yeah. it delivers that what they said. This is the solo endgame player solution, solo endgame stuff here. We'll blah, see. Blah, 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 blah. We'll yeah. see, Bungie. <laughs> no, I'm, looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it a lot. They are revamping everything from the investment side of the game. I want to track just about strikes for a second. For those of you who own Forsaken, the strike playlist will have three difficulties to select from. Power 300, Power 400, and Power 500. Once you're 40 power over a given playlist, it will no longer appear as an option for you to select. Uh, This ensures a healthy matchmaking pool when players reach endgame power levels. The Power 500 playlist will always be available. Strikes will have modifiers. Now, hold on here real quick. So the 500 power playlist is basically taking the stance as the new heroic strike playlist. Let's just put that in the picture here. Yeah, and then in perspective, of course, max power is 600 with Forsaken. Mm-hmm. Legacy players, people who don't buy Forsaken, the strike playlist matches the legacy playlist that is currently available in year one. Recommended power 200, strikes will have modifiers. We've seen a similar step happening in Destiny back in D1, where if you're going to stay in the Forsaken, or excuse me, you're going to stay in the sort of vanilla pool and not upgrade to Forsaken, your options are going to be more limited in regards to the strike playlist you're going to be able to engage with, correct? Right. Okay. The Prestige Nightfall. It's being retired, but the base difficulty for the Nightfall activity will increase. Additionally, players will have the ability to choose one of three Nightfall strikes each week. This should make it a lot easier for you to get those Nightfall unique rewards if you're hunting for them. Pretty cool deal, right? Yep. In addition, the challenge card will be available for the Nightfall. 
Obviously, seeing the prestige difficulty go away is kind of a mixed bag for me. The prestige Nightfall has always sort of just been... I, I don't want to say it's a novelty, but some weeks it's a novelty, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So seeing it baked down into just this one singular Nightfall, the ability to choose one of three Nightfalls if you're chasing after one of the unique rewards, all good stuff so far. Meditations, Diddy. You know the thing Ikora gives you and the reward tokens associated with it? Oh, yeah. I remember those. Yeah, from way back when. <laughs> they're being retired, and they're being replaced with a heroic story playlist. Nice. Make sure that you turn in your rep tokens because they're literally going to be removed from your inventory come August 28th. Nice. That was one of the only ways to get one of the starting armor sets, I remember. The legendary uh, parade gear. I'm glad you mentioned that. That gear, her gear, Mm -hmm. is no longer available after August 28th. So go after it now if you want it. She has it in her inventory. Get to it. Heroic adventures are being added to all destinations. When that destination is the flashpoint, one adventure will be selected to be heroic per day, with the exception of Mercury and Mars for the per obvious day. expansion reasons. Yes. Yep. Those two destinations will function as they currently do, but they will gain an additional adventure per day when they're the featured flashpoint. Players will no longer be able to purchase normal, the blue adventure tokens, from vendors on destinations other than Mercury and Mars. Now, remember, flashpoint is moving to a four-day rotation, not the full week rotation, Four days, so. Nice. Activity modifiers will be shared across heroic adventures, heroic story missions, and strikes. This ensures that each day, you know what to expect from the PvE content, just like what we have right now, Diddy. One weekly singe, one daily buff, and one daily debuff, and that's going to be shared across the whole heroic pool. Smart play on their part, I think. I like that. It keeps it more consistent. It keeps that expectation for that heroic activity uh, on the same page. Brawler and the Grenadier modifiers are being reworked so that they're actually a thing because they really don't make an impact right now, it seems like. (laughs) Yeah, they really don't. (laughs) All right, and the big one. Hold on. Wait till we get through the full thing before making opinions. Tokens are essentially being reworked across the board. Not for all activities, but let's just talk about it in terms of infusion and reputation. Destination materials will become your main source of reputation on their respective destinations. Destination materials will be a part of the cost to infuse different weapons and armor across your arsenal. Year 1 challenges that granted reputation tokens are being retired, but will be replaced by bounties offered on each destination that provide destination materials. Destination tokens and rare destination materials are no longer awarded, but you can still redeem them for reputation if you have them in your inventory. Anything that previously granted destination tokens or rare materials will reward common destination materials moving forward. Okay. Token economy was never really celebrated that highly, right? Right. This is just a different spin on that. And I don't think... I mean, are you getting sort of these relic iron flashbacks to your exotic sword grind in D1? (laughs) Yeah, it um, they're essentially simplifying the economy, right? They they recognize that there's probably one too many currencies in the game, and those are being the tokens. So retiring the tokens and replacing pretty much anything that tokens were used for with the destination materials that were already there, and they're um, incorporating those into all those activities for that destination. I think that makes way more sense because you know the question was why did we have both in the first place? 
like you said, the token economy was never really celebrated or um, preferred. So I'm glad they're making this change. Yeah, it seems like a shift towards do the bounty to get the materials. And those mats can either be used for the reputation on your respective destination or what they're probably going to be most useful for Diddy is infusion. And I yes. think that is the key element here. Right. Making it more of a direct choice to choose what you want to infuse is a good step in just my opinion because right now infuse 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 i don't care about my shards because whatever i have a never ending amount of shards <laughs> and i will never run out exactly. shards have become glimmer in destiny 2 almost mm -hmm. well if you add some destination materials on there and you add some reason when you're on the planet to be looking for those nodes as well as doing the bounties associated with those destinations i think you're giving a better engagement choice to the player right yeah, it gives incentive to go to that destination and do the activities on that destination. Totally. Uh, for the gunsmith, updated in Season 4, instead of the 40 gunsmith materials for one rep package, it's going to be 100 gunsmith mat materials for the rep package. Whatever. Get rid of these gunsmith materials. <laughs> I have too many as is. Right? Weapon parts coming yeah. back. <laughs> Iron Banner. Th this is the big one for... Anybody who hoarded exotic engrams in D1, you're going to be frothing at the mouse mouth here. <laughs> Iron Banner, Vanguard, and Crucible tokens earned in Season 3 may be redeemed at the respective vendors in Season 4. So, nice. Go farm the tokens. I know you guys, the regular players already have a ton of them, including myself. I've been saving all my Crucible and Vanguard tokens for a while now, mm -hmm. suspecting that this was going to be the direction they went. And I'm... Uh, I'm happily surprised. I will be clicking History. my left mouse button a lot on Salad History Bar. has been repeated. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what, what's going on with Trials of uh, the Nine, Diddy? Bye, Felicia. Uh, <laughs> going away for Season 4. <laughs> They're going to rework a few things, so uh, there you go. Yeah. This one's going to be... Well, I, I can see... I know it doesn't they have an overwhelming... Hiatus. So it's going to come it's coming back, back. But, you know... No I mean, whenever, Trials of the Nine, season four. I mean, whenever a band goes on hiatus, they always break up at the end of it. They don't ever come back. You want to use your Trials of the Nine tokens now because those rep tokens will not yes. be redeemable. Mm -hmm. At this time, they do not um, know if that currency will be used when it comes back. Yep, yep, yep. So use them now. Mm -hmm. For the, I know it's a smaller population who play Trials regularly in D2 than it was in D1, but I still, uh, if you're upset about that as a, a player who loves Trials, I totally get it. I'm not sure why they can't keep it going while they think about reworking it, but I guess part of it is always the economy and the rewards, and I don't know. I'm not gonna Rip that Band-Aid off now instead of later, after mm -hmm. it's old and rotted. Yep. Uh, this week is your final Iron Banner of Season 3. Which is really weird to say because we're, oh my gosh, August is all the way going. Did I tell you that Battle for Azeroth is out, did he? I, you did. Sorry. I cannot believe it. I can't believe it's August already. Oh my gosh, this year has just, and I I'm blinked. sad. It was April and I blinked and now we're here. Yeah, me too. But some stuff happened in between then and now. <laughs> Caused me to blink like a couple the, of uh, times. Like the discovery of the fanny pack water Yes, this trend pack. is disturbing, did he? <laughs> Okay, Iron Banner, Season 4. Power level advantages will be enabled like the good old days. Nice. It gets cooler. People who don't own Forsaken can participate in Iron Banner. So Woo! yes, 
you could have power 600 versus power 400 or lower. <laughs> and I mean, really, in D1, you ridiculous. had to have some ridiculous gaps in order to get stupid things like one shots to happen, right? Yep. So I don't think we're going to notice it that much. But I think it's cool, too, because if you don't own Forsaken, you can still play an Iron Banner. This, this almost convinces me to wait to purchase Forsaken until after the first Iron Banner because I just want to see how different it is. You're or gonna, I guess I could just equip 400 power light gear. Never mind. Duh. I'm telling you, this is like there's going to be the montage of like power 200 <laughs> versus power 600. Get wrecked or something like that. But oh my gosh. Year 2 rewards featuring random rolls and compatibility with Year 2 mods. It's available to all players, Diddy. Nice. Even the Year 2 guys, or excuse me, the Year 1 guys. And it just, you can't infuse it past whatever your power cap is for the expansion that you own. But I think that's a right. really, it should be applauded. They've not really done that before, have they? I can't recall, to be honest. Earning the new loot without owning the new content obviously like you know what i mean like the random rolls right you get that better devils that has that random roll to replace your current better devils or the og better devils you know yeah i think that uh i think that's actually a really cool thing because it kind of <laughs> like man i want more of these okay i guess i'll buy forsaken now it's kind of like a, a cheesy marketing thing subtle yeah you still get the gear still get to play but you just don't get the power cap to yep to go along with it but Okay, uh, faction rallies are not going to be around in season four. They're going on hi hiatus as well. Uh, all I can hope is that it turns into faction rallies and not uh, faction lost sectors. Because that's Hang all. On. It really feels like faction lost sectors. That's true. <laughs> that is. I mean, if you did anything other than lost sectors, but on faction rally, I guess you were doing it wrong, uh, <laughs> according to YouTube. And so, <coughs> here's the thing: the last time something went into hiatus and then came back was Tess Everest in Destiny 1. So, I mean, it could be a good thing or it could be a totally bad thing. Um, I wouldn't say it's the last thing. Think about this, Diddy. What if Queen's Wrath has been in hiatus oh, this whole time? And then the reveal is that Marasov is actually still alive and she's actually coming back in the game and it's actually, she's angry and it's actually her wrath that we, okay, that's the raid mm -hmm. boss confirmed. Done. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Queen's you Wrath heard returning. it here on DTS 214 <laughs> first. Queen's Wrath never ended. It's been going the whole time. Waiting for its comeback. All right. It's so, Age of Triumph. <laughs> <laughs> We've been doing this for too long, bro. <laughs> too long. Uh, Eververse is having some changes. Um, that was a good segue. That was a pretty nice segue. Smooth, huh? super smooth. Uh, the Prismatic Matrix features coming back. More bright dust earned from new bounties. They have these new ghost projection thing, ghost projection things, well, which on. are like, hang what? on, earnable bright dust through bounties. Yeah, we'll just get glossed to that. Over that. No, 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 no. We'll get we'll, we'll get to that. Okay. The Eververse right. is like eight paragraphs here, so just all right, relax. Okay. So ghost projections. It's a little insignia that appears above your ghost when you have your ghost out. Kind of cool. Uh, legendary weapon skins that's really cool that is really cool I like that new exotic ornaments and emotes same stuff okay so these bounties essentially uh, each bright engram grants one bounty note in season 4 bounties refresh weekly but players can acquire as many eververse bounties as they have bounty notes these notes can be exchanged for 
a three different, oh, there's a typo in the top. That's funny. For three different tiers of weekly Eververse bounties. Tier one costs one Eververse bounty note and gives you 20 bright dust. Tier two costs three Eververse bounty notes and gives you 70 bright dust. Tier three, six bounty notes and 150 bright dust. You can carry one of each type at a time. Bounties will expire seven days after acquisition. Okay, long story short, you now are basically being given bounties to where you can earn bright dust. That's the simplest way I can and bake it down, and I think that's a cool idea. I think this is really, really great. Instead of just dismantling the gear, you get the materials to purchase Eververse stuff that mm -hmm. was needed, and I'm really happy they're bringing it in. Yes. Uh, Eververse items will be retrieved from the collection's interface like all other items. An exception is Year 2 Eververse Armor, which, like all other armor with random rolls, cannot be reacquired from the collections. The ways in which players acquire and interact with emotes and weapon or armor ornaments have not changed. All other items can be retrieved for an expense of Bright Dust. However, outside of the collections, Diddy, you can still get armor sets with random rolls. We bumped into this during Destiny 1, and mm -hmm. I don't think it really... We were fearful about it on the surface, but I don't think anybody could argue super hard that it had a negative impact on the game that people were out spending hundreds of dollars on <laughs> those was it the poe armor or whatever it was i just you remember ghost that, coast right? man but it was something like that yeah yeah it didn't make that big of a deal so i think that's almost it i mean during the leveling experience you're not going to be getting bright engrams so you're not going to get like 20 free bright engrams as you level your way up through the story or whatever i guess that's kind of assumable at this point right Right. And then beyond that, I don't know what else. Obviously, the Prismatic Matrix makes its return. I'm excited about that. The free weekly Prismatic Facet will be obtained from a special Tier 1 Eververse bounty. This bounty does not require a bounty note and will cost 250 Glimmer. Players will still be able to hold three Prismatic Facets at one time. Woo! All right. Overall, what's your 10,000-foot impressions, dude? A lot of good things. Yeah. Coming in. It, in my opinion, I would say 95% of this is an improvement on yep. the current game. So props to Bungie for communicating this last summer and actually, you know, working on improvements to the game that the community is now looking forward to. I would agree. I don't think there's yeah, I, I like pretty much all of this for the most part. Until we experience it, maybe there's going to be some stuff that doesn't make sense. Excuse me, big hiccup. That doesn't make sense. Uh, what to do between now and Forsaken release uh, after reading all this? Start saving your Crucible, Vanguard, the and tokens. Iron Banner tokens. Save them. Yes. Don't use them right now. Save them. Uh, when you're on a planet, get those planetary materials. It's going to start being useful for you real soon. And if you're into the collection stuff, Get those planetary sets. Start going after that year one gear that's going away. We talked about that in last week's show. Get after your Solstice armor. If you don't have uh, the Solstice of Heroes event armor and you want it, you're getting close to running out of time. Oh, 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 I know what we talked didn't talk about, did he? This week is a double Valor week. This weekend is a triple Valor weekend. And then the weekend after is a double Valor weekend. So, heck yeah. Yeah. Get Super your cool. Valor on and play tons of Crucible so you can farm up those Crucible tokens. Yep. Done. I think that's sweet. They should be doing one of these every single month. Yes. They need to continue these double, triple Valor weekends 
like you said, at least once a month because it incentivizes people to play that particular playlist. Go do I it. would positively grind over one of those weekends really, really hard. Just I mean, Overwatch that kind does, of incentive. Overwatch does uh, the free weekends. A, a bunch of other games do as well. Uh, they do the they do the 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 events, the that kind of stuff. Destiny needs something. Give yeah. give them some love, Bungie. Give the community some love with those free Valor weekends. Advertise it in the Blizzard launcher. Come on, you guys have mm-hmm. access to that whole thing. Make yep. make it happen. So, uh Oh, I just closed my show notes. Was that all I had to say about pre Forsaken? <laughs> oh, come play Battle for Azeroth with me. I think that was one of my last things to do before Forsaken, right? Yeah, it was. <laughs> literally the next show note after double and triple valor weekends is play wow bfa with dragoon so uh, i guess battle for azeroth is uh pretty sweet i'm super duper hyped but i gotta build the show (laughs) first before i can play it so diddy if people wanted to play battle for azeroth or if people wanted to find friends to play destiny 2 with getting ready for forsaken where can they do that on our Discord server, discord.me slash destiny the show. Awesome. Over a thousand members strong, and it's going to be coming more active as more players over, come back to Forsaken. Over twelve hundred members strong. Ooh. I gotta update the little the mind copy <laughs> thing. Where can people find your content? Twitter.com slash Diddy DTS D I T T Y D T S where you can see that sweet uh collateral headshot with the sniper rifle in Black Ops 4 beta. And youtube.com slash revolutionist, W-O-O-O-S-H-N-E-S-S. If you want to read about what we talked about today, destinytheshow.com for all the links from today and more. Follow us on Twitter at destinytheshow. You can follow me on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube at BBKDragoon. Diddy, I got to say, I really like feeling excited about Destiny. Me too. It's It's about dang time. Indeed. And with that, (laughs) we'll talk to you guys next week. 